0: Good morning, everyone. I have with me Rec Program Manager for the Juneau Ranger District, Pete Schneider, and Regional Director of Recreation, Lands, and Minerals, James King. They're both from the Forest Service. Good morning, you two. Good morning. Hey, Good morning. Now, you're here to talk about the recent Alaska cabin funding that was announced for Alaska cabins, and I was looking at the map. There's a lot planned for Southeast. But before we get into that, I wanted to know a little bit about both of you. Uh, James, if you could start by introducing yourself to our audience.
1: So, thank you. Yeah, I grew up here in Juneau. uh, Was the first director of Trail Mix here in Juneau. I went on to work for state parks and then... uh, Came back to the Forest Service here uh, about seven years ago as the regional director. And Pete?
2: Right. Hey, I'm actually a transplant. My wife grew up here, but uh, we met in college down in Idaho. And I came up here to visit. And holy smokes, she took me fishing and hiking. And then I was like, oh, I, I, Idaho. <clears throat> Idaho is great, but holy smokes, this is way better. So uh, we I didn't did want to leave. I, yeah. <laughs> nice. We uh, we ended up coming up here about 20 years ago and uh, i've been i so I, i've been here since 2000 and uh I've totally love it so it was the outdoors here that kept you here huh? oh yeah without a doubt i love it well very
0: good now it sounds like the alaska region the forest service is getting just over 14 million dollars for some gaps here in the region why don't you start by giving us a little bit of information about where this is coming from where this funding
1: so uh, a little a little less than a year ago uh, the infrastructure bill was passed in congress and that bill provided 20 million dollars nationwide for the forest service for cabins we've been very lucky to get 14.4 million dollars of that 20 million dollars because we have such a robust cabin system here in Alaska already that we know is very popular and so they knew too they did (laughs) Uh, we worked hard to uh, make sure that the folks in Washington understood the importance of the cabin system here in in Alaska so 14
0: million out of 20 million that's quite the share of the funding nationwide (laughs) What what could this mean for these cabins? What 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 are these resources? What would the resources bring?
1: So what's exciting? uh, You know, trends have changed here in particularly in Southeast Alaska in cabin use. We've got a lot of cabins that are out on in remote locations, and we used to love to fly out to those locations. And as that's gotten more expensive. We've seen the use of those go down while the cabins that are on the road system here in Juneau, you can't reserve them because there are, is such high demand. And so as we look at this, we're really looking at putting cabins closer to communities throughout both the Chugach and the Tongass and putting them in those places where the demand exists today uh, so people can have that opportunity to get out and and camp on public lands. And Pete,
0: you're the program manager for recreation here. What what have you been seeing in
2: cabin use? Oh, yeah, right. The cabin use, it, just like James was saying, the the use has gone incredible. You know, uh, there are not a lot of great things that came out of COVID. But I would say one of the things, if you look at the bright side, I think it, it was an opportunity to show the folks, especially here in Juneau, but really across the state, what these cabins have to offer and as an opportunity for them to reconnect and see what these cabins can do for them in the sense of, you know, we weren't traveling as much looking for opportunities. There's no there's no secret that the Juneau folks, uh, by and large, are just they, they like to get outdoors and they're looking for opportunities and the cabins provide that. And we saw record numbers of use last year, which was great. Uh, and it, not just our cabins, but even our day use facilities. You know, you got OAK Recreation, you got Skaters Cabin, Lena. All those facilities were getting incredible amounts of use, and it it's great. That's what that's what they're there for. Uh, uh we had to respond by uh making sure that they we could keep them keep them up and operating to the standards and it's great to see that and it encourages us to move forward with this wonderful opportunity to uh to try and capture that and maintain that and uh and if we we're going to build new cabins uh, we we see that the, the base exists the interest exists the demand is there and I don't see that going away uh anytime soon and you mentioned what Juno
0: you know currently has to offer could you put this in perspective how many cabins do we
2: have right now that's a great question so the juno district has 11 rentable cabins and of course there's city cabins and state cabins as well for a lot of the users it doesn't really matter who manages them they're excited to use them but the the juno ranger district the forest service has 11 two of those are in skagway Uh, Those are very unique cabins, the Lawton Glacier and the caboose, the Denver caboose that's up there. But for the Juneau residents, we really have nine. And uh, the, the cabins that we have available is a wide variety. Some are only accessible by boat. Uh, some, of course, uh, you can you can fly into like the cabins out at Turner Lake, and then of course we have some that are are hikeable. So it's a it's a pretty wide variety, but an opportunity exists for us to explore other locations where we can put more cabins.
0: And so when I look over at the public comment uh, website that's been provided for this program, because this is over multi- multiple years, right? This Correct. cabin production effort. Could you could you explain that? Well, you know,
2: James hit that Uh, one. All right, James. (laughs) He tossed you the
1: hat. (laughs) It's a process. So we went out to the districts across the region and, and said, hey, what have you heard from the public in the past? What are people suggesting as potential sites for cabins? And the districts responded back to us in the regional office with a little over 50 proposals. So those proposals are all on the website that you're looking at. And we're asking for the public to weigh in on those. Where do they think, um, after these proposals have been put together, where would they like to see cabins within those proposals? so then as far as getting them constructed that's also a little bit of a process some of the cabins across the region have already started to go through a process they've already had a public process they may be going through the environmental process so they're they're close and so those will be some of the first ones that we build if if we do really really well we may be through the process and constructing some of those this time in year next year mm-hmm. uh, but then the ones that take a little more process to do the the environmental work the heritage work uh, may take a little bit longer we have uh, f- four years to finish up the construction of these cabins and so We'll spread them out over that four-year period and um, get is them built the, as quick as we can. Is that the life of the grant? So yeah the the, the we the money coming from the infrastructure bill, it has a five-year lifespan. Oh, but right. the bill passed last November, and it just takes a while to get through the process at the at the at the national level to decide how to allocate out those dollars and give us give us the actual money and then it takes us a little while to get through our processes including this public outreach uh process that's that's going on now now of course unless the listener goes
0: over to the forest service website and look at the map themselves they can't quite get an idea of what we're looking at right here so Before we talk about what's proposed for Juno, you had mentioned that there were 50 proposals. Does that, I, I, I was curious, does that necessarily mean 50 cabins?
1: So the bill includes the ability to rebuild or restore cabins, repair cabins. And so there are a handful of those projects on the website that are actually restoration or repair of cabins, putting a new roof on or... Uh, fixing a foundation, those kind of things. Mm. And so, what's proposed for Juno at the moment?
2: Oh, wow! Well, we put in, like James said, that we we put in for the proposal process and we sat down uh myself my staff who did a lot of a lot of those those folks they've been here for a long time they got a lot of great input and kind of brainstormed and really what we thought was well we know what we have is getting used but what what don't we have we every one of these cabins is unique some are more unique than others and that's what makes it interesting and we thought well what what don't we have uh, right now what are we not offering and one of the first things that comes to mind is we really don't have a lot that you can drive up to actually we don't have any that you can drive up to so you think about the cabins out at eagle uh, eagle beach state park there's three cabins out there you can basically drive right up to those and the advantage of that is it just offers it's it's available to a wider audience. And we're we, we wanna do that when when and where it can make sense. And we don't actually offer that right now. So that is a that that brings to mind an opportunity to to look at putting cabins like out at the Hall Lake campground, for example. Something that can use year round and a wide variety of folks would be able to to use use that cabin and um and so that's that's an opportunity we don't have any cabins in alpine true alpine right now we've got some that are kind of in the alpine subalpine but there's an opportunity to look at locations that uh, would be available for that uh, we only have one cabin on the island of Douglas right now, so there's lots of opportunities. We have the Treadwell Ditch Trail, that 14 mile long trail, a very historic. That that is ample ample locations that we could site a cabin. That's a multi use trail for hunting, for hiking, for bike riding, skiing in the wintertime. Uh, so there's an opportunity to put something along there. We've even talked about something above the above Dan Moeller, you know, up on up on, somewhere on the ridge. You'd have Unparalleled views up there would be spectacular available for snow machiners. So that's an option we gotta look at. Again, all this has to go through the public process to to you know look at the pros and cons. And then we, we get feedback from the public. Super important. So we have Montana Creek that has a hut to hut potential. We don't have that right now where you could hike from one cabin and then the on one night and then be able to hike to another one. It's like windfall, for example. And then you have places like DuPont that general area there's an opportunity to have something south of town and then lastly we don't have any cabins uh with a true glacier view and so herbert it comes to mind that might be an opportunity and that's a that's a cabin a location that's bikeable and also cabins that would be hikeable but and on the saltwater, we don't have that really so lots of opportunities we're excited to have to to bring that process to the public for them to weigh in
0: and so this is not a not a done deal by any means. Then these these deal. proposals. No, no,
2: no. It'll take a little while, but that's how the that's how this process works. That's it. It's supposed to. It's a little boring for some folks. A little arduous, but that's that's how it works. We when you want to get the feedback from the public, you have to put in the time and make sure that folks have an ability to weigh in and really kick the tires on Uh, and that's that's why it takes a long time but it's worth it because it'll give us a product that everyone's happier with in the end well if somebody is eager
0: to tell you that they want a cabin over by treadwell right this moment
2: well how can they comment Uh, oh that's a good uh, boy that's a yeah. Well, we haven't officially started the project yet, but you know, they could just give me a call or send me an email and I'll start trying to keep track of some of that information. Once we officially start the process, there'll be lots of opportunity and different ways to comment, whether it's by phone, attending public meetings. When we do that, writing in an email, submitting a letter, any of those uh, options are, or would be part of the ability for people to weigh in and, and get their, their voice heard.
0: And uh, James, I also wanted to bring you in for a moment. How how helpful is this public information for, for your work?
1: Oh, absolutely important. You know, we're public servants. We're here to provide the needs and wants of the public. And so understanding where that demand really is is important to us. Um, We want to put them where they're going to get used. Another piece that's on the website that we're asking people to comment on is the facilities at the cabin themselves. Do they, um, for example, do they like to go to these cabins with larger groups, uh, so that maybe they need a loft in order to accommodate more people sleeping at them? Do they like covered porches? Do they like uh, fire pits out in front? Uh, what are the what are the features that they uh, really like? So it's it's super important. And as as Pete said, you know the website is there uh, as a region wide tool, but. But the district is always open, you know, you can always call the district ranger or staff like Pete and share your thoughts and ideas with them. And that's where many of these proposals that are on here have come from, are that public input over time, uh, as, as staff at the district has listened to the public and and people say you know over and over gosh why don't you put a cabin at herbert glacier for example like pete was talking about so that's where those ideas come from
0: i see we'll take a quick break and we'll be right back after these words and we're back with folks from the forest service this is james king and pete schneider now when we think about the construction of these cabins, what resources will you be, will you do you plan to use?
1: So we're just starting to go through that process to figure out how best to get these constructed. But where feasible, we really want to use local wood from local mills, we want to use local contractors, workforce development. It's around economy. This is an opportunity both to build the local economy for the construction of these cabins, uh, and we wanna do that as much as we can. As well as thinking longer term, when people come to stay in these cabins, a high percentage of the use is from locals, but there's also visitors, and people have to buy gear. They have to buy food. Um, all the boots and packs and other things it's all building that that local economy and that's really important to us at the forest service
0: yeah the season is from may to october but there's also the rest of the year too so that's right that that local use so that brings to mind because you had mentioned that a lot of these cabins uh, you had mentioned pete that a lot of these cabins connected to a road system see a lot of use i was curious if you had any numbers to break that down.
2: Well, that, yeah, that's a great question. You know, the you got 365 calendar days and last year was record use. I had alluded to that. We had uh, Dan Moeller typically as our most reserved cabin. But our big three, Dan Moeller, John Muir and Windfall and those cabins all range in 330 to 340, 45 days of rented use a year it's just incredible this year it's real similar it's over 300 days on average for some of those big cabins a little less for some of the other cabins that are a little harder to get to but uh the 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 concept is or the, the point is is that it's an am- amazing amount of use and of course we're hearing that some of our some of our partner agencies the state and the cities that some of those other cabins that they built they, you can't even get them and everybody realizes that uh it's we all share the same the same frustration but it's a good it, it means they're getting used which is great and it also gives us more confidence that there's there's a need for more cabins and we uh we want to be part of that and we want to put these cabins in locations that they'll also get 300 plus days of use a year and that level of use allows us to to be able to maintain these cabins and uh and and for for years to come it's a good problem to have okay correct right (laughs) we all love that so You mentioned a lot about the public
0: comment uh, necessary to this project. How can folks comment if they would
1: like to? So the, the quickest and easiest answer to that is Google Forest Service Alaska. And the first website that comes up is the regional website. And there's a news brief at the bottom of that. If they click on that, they have access to this website you were just looking at. And to a a electronic comment collector so they can comment directly that way Uh, and we're looking forward to that hopefully people will will do that as well as contacting the local district so contacting pete or uh, the district ranger uh, to make comments that way as well
0: very good we are out of time but i appreciate you both being
2: here this morning yeah wonderful opportunity thank you
1: Yeah, thanks for having us.
0: Thank you, Pete. Thank you, James. And thank you, the listener, for being here with us today. This is Kevin Allen for Action Line signing off.